El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do a whole bunch of shows. Joining me today, he is a four-time Jeopardy champion and also the host of the Cracked Podcast, which you have heard me on on a recent episode. Depending on your level of loyalty to the work I do, ladies and gentlemen, we're always happy to have him here. Alex Schmidt, also joining me. He is part of the team that runs the Gamefully Unemployed Podcast Network. He's the co-host of a podcast you can hear right here on Unpops, also called Best Bad Movie Ever. Ladies and gentlemen, making his 500,000th appearance on the podcast, Tom Ryman. Also, Randall Maynard is my co-host. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown, my eager co-host. <laughs> Joining me today, Randall Maynard has the special honor of running the soundboard. We just fist bumped. He yeah. did a sound effect that was not from the soundboard, so maybe we don't even need the soundboard. I didn't know you were Michael Winslowing it up over there. Yeah. The, with the guy from Family Matters? Play Whole Lot of Love by Led Zeppelin, <laughs> but just with your mouth. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that song goes. <laughs> well, that's going to make it hard. Yeah, yeah. that's going to make <laughs> it. Trying to think of like wow, every very difficult. That sounded like sounds... a cat. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite. Wait, what happened? It stopped streaming here. Anyone else? No, not me. Unless there's a delay. Oh, well, I hope it doesn't. That would be quite a bummer. And but the good thing about podcasts is you can keep going, even if the live stream doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And keep us posted uh, on your uh, situation. All right. This is good content. Uh, Edit all that out, <laughs> Brett. It's good radio. <laughs> also joining me today, not that, as co-host. Do co -host. I hit the button anytime you say Brett? No. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Just the one time. Just the one time. Alex Schmidt. Hey. How's it going, man? It's going great. Thank you for having me. We were just talking about Alex's Jeopardy winnings and what we're all going to do with it <laughs> after we eliminate him <laughs> from the competition. Uh, I didn't know if you knew that was that kind of podcast Wait, today. From, from what competition? Like the we'll competition get into it. We'll get into <laughs> to it. possess. The, the name of this episode today <laughs> is Win Alex's Money. <laughs> and... Uh, I think I have a good shot of winning, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. That was good. That was called for. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Tom Ryman's also here. It's like we're all working together again. I how know. amazing. It's weird. Tom, how have you been? I've been all right. Hit it, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You know, the hardest part of the show for me was the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life, when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. And that's why we call this segment This Week in Me that Randall messed up. And it's about to get made, really intense. Better. I'm not playing it live this week because we're live streaming. And I play on an internet-connected 
synthesizer and drum kit. That was a very elegant fade out. <laughs> I was going to ask, how do you fade Every out? Every aspect. You of just this. let it fade out. Does you it do... fade out automatically? It sure does. It does. It's okay. 2019. Well, I didn't know if it was just going to keep going. And like you're trying to talk. I was. Just, you got to get. Some... <laughs> I don't know how to like. I thought there's like a there's a knob, but I didn't want to just go. The, for knob the knob does not fade it out. Okay. I should I should tell the people at home listening to this. As it goes up, are probably a little confused. We're live streaming right now. That's who we're talking yeah, to. There's a whole chat of people talking to us. There's just a whole. Oh, a that's whole, right. There's a whole chat of three people talking to right. us. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And there's a guy named Matthew. Three so entire people. I forgot yeah. that the. I forgot this is going to be an audio only version too. So it's just going to sound like I'm talking to random people. It sure is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah that's schizophrenic. That's can, what happens. Well, we, what you can do is print out the chat log and just mail it to all of your listeners. Oh, That's yeah. not a bad idea. Randall, a, can you do that after yeah, we record? It's a very it? elegant solution. News- yeah. Newsletter. Uh, it's everyone feeling <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's an appropriate newsletter sound. Yeah. This is the best episode? Ever? Yeah, I think this is the best episode of this podcast that's ever happened really, so any, far. Any we should podcast. probably just stop I now. think four minutes is a pretty good I'd yeah. run. We, sh- we should keep going for the... Not, we should not get to the topic for the next 15 or 20 minutes. Well, either that or we should stop now, because if we're ever going to get this podcast on the radio, Mm -hmm. we need to get these episodes under five minutes. Oh. (laughs) Terrestrial radio? Yeah. That's true. I want to be on... You mean get it on the radio like a pop song? Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> right. So yes, you hear a Drake song. Like you hear this episode. You gotta get the hook. You in hear there. another Drake yeah. song. We gotta get right. the hook in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's gonna be a chorus. That, that. Just like that song. Just like that. Song? that. <laughs> paper. Paper airplanes. <laughs> paper planes paper by planes. MIA. Yeah. There are gunshots in that. There. Are. All I wanna do is. And then. <laughs> And, and say Howard Dean. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Look, yeah. that's, record that. Put it on the radio. Let's do it. It's recorded. We're that's, done. Oh. We killed it's it. I don't know been, why. It's I, already been taped. Tell, I told that to the audience. This does you make. Re- I'll, I'll do make it. a decent segue into what we're actually talking about this week. That's I should mention wow. to people listening to this, though, if you do want to watch us live stream a couple times a week, $10 a month on Patreon. And you get to. That's it. You get to watch us and see us in person. You get to see all of us. You ever wondered what Alex looks like? Now you know. Yeah. You don't have to just watch him on Very Jeopardy. difficult to find. Well, that, that happens all the time with hosts on this network. It's happened with Brett. It happened with Connor. Happened with Chet, where people are like, we'll live stream and people will be like, oh, so that's what Chet looks like. You have everyone's yes. picture in the world available to you at right. any moment. <laughs> yeah, just right. Google it. Yeah. Especially a comedian. Yeah. Their it's picture's very, out there. It's you very can, easy to find. People are like, Connor's not a 300 pound lumberjack. No, he's a giraffe with mild autism. Yeah. And you would know that if you hit the Tuscaloosa Comedy Hut's website from time to time. There's probably. A picture of him there. I guess he was horrible um, uh, improv comedy looking uh, headshot that he has. Oh, on, I uh, forgot. Twitter. Oh, Randall and Connor beef. Oh, there's some real <laughs> beef there. That's right. Yeah, yeah. There's some tension. But uh, our topic today, we're talking about songs that got motherfuckers murdered. Ah, speaking of beef, right? Approves. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very appropriate topic, and I, I had this thought. Or the idea to do this because you'll find lists of there's articles out there about this, but there's some stuff that just always seems to get left out. 
And the song that really stands out to me that never shows up on lists of songs that inspired murder is Who Shot Ya by Notorious Big. And the reason I thought of that is I just got the Ready to Die album on vinyl. And they added Who Shot Ya onto the track list. It wasn't on the original album. Because why wouldn't you want to etch that memory in people's heads forever? Because I do think it's the song that probably got Notorious Big killed. Yeah, I feel like you know more of the lore about him than I do. <laughs> the lore. Uh, uh, well, here's you, the you, thing. You've read more of the Notorious Big's uh, here's the uh, thing. Similari- yeah. similarian. Not to brag. <laughs> not to brag. Biggies. But I'm the oldest person in the room by far. Mm-hmm. So I vividly remember Notorious Big getting shot. I cried when Notorious Big oh my God. got murdered. I was very into his music at the time. I would have been like 19, uh, pushing 20, something like that. I was born in 76. So yeah, like 20, 21. Oh, yeah, Tupac that, died in 96. Yeah. Biggie died in 97. And hit him up also by Tupac. When you listen to the podcast version, I'll put samples of these songs underneath me talking. But everyone knows these songs, right? Yeah, and they led to his death because he uh, called out the wrong person or something. Yeah, what happened with Who Shot Ya is Tupac was on his way to... He was on trial for rape, basically. Uh. And the night before his sentencing, he went to a recording studio and got shot and robbed five times. He got robbed five times. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Each so person who shot they him came back throughout the night. They right. pick each person who shot Jesus him picked Christ. a different thing to take. Right. So it was five robberies. Like, at, towards the end of the night, he's like, "Man, I can't get shot and robbed too many more times." Yeah. Yeah. The studio's looking. Yeah. Pretty bare. We need to relocate that studio yeah. so that we're not getting right. shot and robbed five times in a it's, row. It's a crazy story. You feel like after sure. the second or third one, he would have locked the door. Yeah. Or just went inside because it all happened outside. Yeah. The oh, yeah. I assumed it happened So just try outside. to get inside mm-hmm. and get away. That saved get Jam Master J. We'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, get inside, get away. That saved Jam Master J. Hit something. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. Yeah. Press any button. Oh, God. That was perfect. But what's crazy about Who Shot Ya is that song came out maybe a, a couple weeks after Tupac got shot. Wow. And in the midst of that, Tupac is hearing these rumors that uh, Puffy and Notorious Big set him up to be robbed. And then the song comes out and he's like, holy shit, you're putting it on a song too? But that song was recorded, like so many other things, it was recorded way, way before any of these shootings happened. Interesting. And it just coincidentally came out at the same time. And that's kind of how the East Coast, West Coast beef started. It was it was that and Suge Knight going on stage at the Source Awards. Oh, those Magic Source Awards! That was '95. <laughs> I think was so. it? Yeah. The not if <laughs> I could get a bootleg tape of the '95 Source Awards, I would be so so happy. You can oh. find you can f- yeah. I mean you can find clips of that moment pretty easily on YouTube right. where he goes on stage. Anyone who doesn't want their producers dancing in their videos <laughs> <laughs> can come over to Death Row Records. <laughs> come to Death Row. Yeah. Which. I mean, he had a valid point. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you so don't want really your exec, he said executive producer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which means the guy who stops by the studio every three weeks right. to see if you're going to be done on time. Not the guy actually doing the mixing and stuff. No, no. He contracts that out to other yeah. producers. <laughs> that was what he would do, too. Yes. Is he would, in his role as executive producer, if you were producing songs for Bad Boy Records, 
he would come around to the studio and if there was a an especially good song he'd be like i'm gonna put my name on that that's that's gonna be a song i produced wow pretty shady so suge knight had a point <laughs> and then it was <laughs> nothing to murder tupac over right but yeah and i guess hit him up being the song that killed tupac depends on what theory of tupac's murder you believe right because right. there's which, so which many thread of the expanded universe you follow right I also I like that that tape of the Source Awards is this thing Zapruder film. You yeah, know, it's the one you can right. break down endlessly. And <laughs> yeah, figure out. right it's, now if you look over here, yeah. you can see. <laughs> but I like the Zapruder film. It's like a full-on television production. Like it's really well shot. You yeah, know? Great. <laughs> yeah, great. we can actually see everything. Yeah, yeah all the subjects are in clear view and, and correctly yeah. lit. Right. Someone tweeted once. I don't remember who it was that they were writing a script about the '95 Source Awards, and I don't know if they were joking or not. But that should be a fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Like, like that movie, like that. If it's nothing, weird it... that this whole thing is not a movie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there've been. I mean, there's been movies about like Notorious Big and been Tupac. And... Tupac. Did anyone see the Tupac movie? No, no, I didn't see it. Oh my god, it's the worst movie I've ever seen. That's why yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> the Notorious Big movie's fine, mm-hmm. but the Tupac movie, it is the cheesiest fucking Did lifetime Tupac's movie nonsense. Play him in the movie? No, that was Notorious. Notorious Big Son played Tupac and Biggie. He lost a ton of weight to play Tupac. It's crazy. And uh, and Straight Outta Compton, somebody's son played. Uh, Ice Cube's son son plays. That's a cool move. Ice Cube. Yeah. Yeah. I did like that. And then he's got that line where he kicks the the woman out of his hotel room and he says, Bye, Felicia. It's like, Oh, that's what people say that now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on. There it is. Yeah, hey. If you if you are not spending the ten dollars to see Randall's <laughs> physical comedy with this soundboard, you it's, are missing the hell out. It's great. It's maddening. You should be here. <laughs> but it is pretty great. <laughs> I was I was just so uh captivated by it. the storytelling. Yeah. I was I was it's in the know, moment. Andy that? Sell has an amazing bit he does on stage about the song Hit 'em Up. And the premise is basically that Tupac got really drunk and wrote this song one night and then woke up the next morning and people were like, hit it up, man. That's going to be the biggest song of the year. And he's like, what? (laughs) And then he listens to it and he's like, guys, that's going to get me killed. (laughs) It's a really good bit. Go see Andy selling, telling jokes. Telling joke. Telling joke. <laughs> that joke. joke. Wait for him to tell that joke, then you get the then fuck leave. out of there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One joke. Yeah. And if he doesn't, that was so gentle and quiet. I like that. Yeah, disrupt his set with just you doing a standing ovation and then exit. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, and yeah, if no. he doesn't do that joke, fill out the comment card at the comedy <laughs> club, complain, and he'll never get booked again. Right. Yeah, if the show's not a club, bring your own comment card and yeah. just give it to the owner of the bar or like bodega or whatever. Yeah, it's I was, I was yeah. just going to say, he's, he doesn't yeah. do comedy clubs. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. It's Los Angeles. You have to like oh, but yeah, go I, to I, open mics and things. Ew. Oh, that's not a diss. There's like so many good shows outside clubs. They're great. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah you go <laughs> yeah. to the Republic of Pi and there's people doing sets and music and all kinds of stuff over there. The Republic of Pi? Have has no one in the room been to Republic of Pi in the hipster area of town? No. Okay, anyway, whatever. If what do they sell there? Uh huh. What do they sell there? Guns? <laughs> Fuck yourself, Adam. Guns? Is it in Burbank? Just move on. <laughs> There's so many guns in Burbank, is the, the, the joke there. There are, but... gu- there are uh, crazy gun shops in Burbank that yeah. nobody talks about. Yeah. 
I actually I used to live by a crazy gun shop in uh, Culver City. It was called like Redding Guns, and uh, it was also for swords and armor. And then I was Ooh, like, I nice. was like, oh, who would possibly use this shop? And then there was a news story of uh, Hillary Duff. Isn't it? It was great. What <laughs> that story? Like a paparazzi thing of like Hillary Duff exiting the Redding Guns and Armor, and I was like, oh, was she like? I, I hope she, she was, was buying there. swords. Was I, that, I was picturing her like covered in armor with swords <laughs> and then guns, <laughs> holding guns, and just being like prepared for something that. Right. Whatever like, you know, like Simon Pegg at the end of Hot Fuzz, just yeah, all that yeah. stuff on He's a horse. Just like yeah, I got yeah. some shit to take care of. And like, all right, going you know, to a yeah. Disney meeting, all trying right. not to get molested. Yeah, <laughs> Hillary Duff, do what you got to do. Yeah. It's a pedophile joke. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. sad. Yeah. Well, she was, in, yeah, she was, in, <laughs> she was an adult when this happened. Oh, well, your experiences as a child shape you as an adult, Randall. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I've never heard. I've never heard about that. You don't, you don't just pick up a samurai sword. Something compels you to do it. Something the martial from, arts. Something from your past. <laughs> something compels you. Something from your past. Something compelled him to pick up oh, a right. samurai sword. It's a, a great movie. You gonna hit another button? Thing. It seems like yeah. you're about to. I there's a, a light and I'm trying to just. What is that? I was. <laughs> what trying, is? I was clearing it out. I what it are like, you? Doing? Now you're just hitting <laughs> buttons that don't make sounds. No, and I, I turned, don't like that I did at all. The double volume thing. I thought it cleared out the board. Is there like, a button that says fire on it? Is there a button that says uh, lick my <laughs> balls? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hit the lick my balls button. Okay. Honestly, surprised there isn't one. <laughs> it's kind of a. This is going so well. It's going great. <laughs> Ran- so, Tupac. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this, is, this is Randall's first day. Please be patient. It's like when you get a new cashier at McDonald's. That's exactly like, what this is like. They're like, what? Big Mac? And No, I'd never eat a Big Mac. That's there's always There's always like a trainer standing next to them like now. It's just uh, they, yeah. like, so you don't or stab two, them to death. Yeah. Or like when two waiters show up. Oh, yeah. They're like, I'm training this fucking bozo. It's like, well, you get out of here. Because I don't want you training on my food. Yeah. That's yeah, usually how I handle on that. Someone else's food. <laughs> I yeah, don't want no easy. training wheels on my <laughs> steak fries. <laughs> oh, snap. Uh, <laughs> I just checked the comments. Shockingly, we have none. Oh, yeah. No, I think no, everybody turned everyone this off. Everyone has unsubscribed <laughs> and went, and went on with their lives. Tanking. Yeah. Uh, Brett, please come back. Let's. Uh, <laughs> What's the next song? Exit by U2. I barely That's, even. Is that the one from Batman Forever? No. Yeah. Maybe. It is, it is not. No. That's yeah, holding no, me yeah. I know. Oh, you know this, Randall? Trolling. I know. <laughs> Randall's doing a bit. I know. What? Just trolling about <laughs> Randall's doing want, a bit. I just want to segue into Batman Forever when I can. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> It was very appropriate. Thank yeah. you. What if what if instead of a bad signal he had a big horn like that? Like whatever's the ring. Oh, that'd be amazing. Like, the loudest horn ever. He <laughs> just startles everyone. And he's like, oh he's yeah. Swinging through the It's a bat playing a saxophone, but it just sounds like a saxophone because it's playing a saxophone. No a matter bat. what animal you are, a if you're successfully playing a saxophone, it's gonna sound like a saxophone. A batsophone. I'm surprised you never had one of those. <laughs> I, I let us have this. I'm sorry. Let's uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about Exit by U2. This I I've seen U2 in concert three times. I've owned all of their oh. albums at various points in my life. I'll bet they're good live. They're amazing live. Yeah, and I've probably seen them play this song live. And for the life of me, I cannot. 
replace Remember. what it sounds <laughs> like. <laughs> like it's definitely exit is definitely not a hit. We're yeah. uh, legally we can't play any of it, right? Not while we're live streaming. Okay. Because can you sing some of it? Can we get like a clip? Some does anyone know it? No. Didn't anyone like, exit? Nope. Okay. They they say exit in it, so I just said exit. Yeah. And that's that's how that went. But this song apparently inspired Robert Bardo, the guy that killed Rebecca Schaefer. Again, oldest guy in the room. I vividly remember when this happened. Uh, it happened in 1989. Robert Bardo confronted actress Rebecca Schaefer at her apartment. After stalking her for three years, he had previously written her letters and attempted twice to access a set where she'd been working before his obsession tailed off and he became obsessed with Debbie Harry and Tiffany instead. Tiffany. He was cast in a pretty wide net pretty age-wise wide net. Yeah. Because yeah. Tiffany's, what, 16 at this point? Yeah. And, and then Debbie Harry's been around for about 15 years at this point. Yeah, this yeah. is way so past she's Debbie Harry's. Uh, mid-30s, probably 40s by that point. But like yeah. by 89, Debbie Harry's not like yeah, as popular. Blondie's as... not tearing up the charts. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, that's kind of a just random... Yeah, I feel like he probably yeah. adjust. He went Tiffany and was like, "No, she's got too much heat behind her," and was like, too "I got to heat on Tiffany." Yeah, yeah I got to, I got to downgrade to Debbie Harry, right? Which in the yeah. long run, upgrade. But at the time, hmm. at the time, <laughs> <laughs> if you're you Randall's home. most effective sound effect <laughs> is silence. If you're listening at home, Randall reached for the board and then just shrugged and pulled away. <laughs> He employs oh, silence man. the way R.E.M. does in their compositions. Yes. <laughs> so so Bono and the Edge. Bono and the Edge killed Rebecca Schaefer. Killed someone. They call this Robert Bardo guy. Through and they're rock like, and roll. And they're like, crikey, mate, we got this song called Exit. They're, they're Australian, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, bloody Sunday. <laughs> Totally yeah. about some shit that went down in Australia. It's about the Aborigines getting <laughs> right. pushed into the outback. That's what Sunday Bloody Sunday's about. <laughs> We're joking, of course. There's only one band from Australia, and it is Midnight Oil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and all their songs are actually about Australia. Uh, but also, kangaroos. Not, not Candlebox. Who's the grunge band? Can- Candlebox. From Australia. Um, Daniel Johns is the lead singer. Silver chair. Silver chair. Oh, oh my god, silver chair. I actually yeah. kinda like silver chair. That guy yeah. that guy wrote a song about being anorexic. Yeah. Is that Anna's song? That was very vulnerable of him. Was that Anna's song? Because <laughs> it's like is, yeah. that, is that a pun? Anna? Anna anorexic? Anna? Yeah. High five oh, me. Fucking what? Woo! Now I hate that song. Yeah, but those are the only two Australian bands. Uh we were, that was just a riff we were doing. If you're listening, I I don't really hate that song. I love it. I love it so much. It's going very well. We there's a uh, Def Leppard's an Australian band, and they've never killed anyone. No, they're a no, British band. They're a British band. You're thinking of ACDC. Hey, what sucks and has nine arms? <laughs> Say it. You know, Def you know. Leppard. You know, because their drummer only has the one. Yeah, and there's five people in the band. You do that math, adds up to nine arms. Nine arms. High five me. They should have renamed the band Nine Arms. Yeah, yeah. Well, Def means nine in British. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> That would be Nine Leopards. Right. Nine Leopards. That's the name of the band. Ar- they don't leopard. call arms leopards. Nine so leopard. anyway, I'm sure we so can all we, uh, we can relate to this next part. So who is who is Rebecca Schaefer? Rebecca Schaefer was an actress. She was on a TV show called My Sister Sam, and yeah. she wasn't around long. 
because Robert Bardo shot her in her apartment. But she was a very young, upcoming actress, lived in L.A., and he sees her in a movie called Scenes from the Class Struggle in Beverly Hills, which I'm sure was just great. That's, that sounds like a Marxist tract. That doesn't yeah. sound like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in that movie, she appears in bed with a male actor. And that, uh, that enraged Robert Bardo because at that point she was, and this is his words, just another Hollywood whore. Um, he had he a had really old timey Atlantic accent. <laughs> yeah, 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 he was seventy eight like, years old. I'm Robert Bardo. See, <laughs> get out of bed with that man. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw her in that movie, I knew <laughs> she was just another Hollywood whore. <laughs> just also, another Hollywood trollop. She is. <laughs> he also freaked out because the movie had sound. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Apparently, it was in it was in color. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those filthy talkies. Oh. <laughs> I paid way more for. Her. I don't know what I thought he was having a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) I just had a stroke. Uh, So after this, after he sees her in this movie, inspired by the U2 song Exit, which is about a psychopath, apparently, probably about Bono. Yes. That's a good Bono joke because I was saying Bono was a psychopath. Yeah. Bardo traveled to California and argued with Schaefer at the front door of her apartment, only to return an hour later and fatally shoot her in the chest. He is very disorganized. Big overreaction on his part. Yeah. Uh, if I'm being honest. Yeah. And two whole trips, you know? That's Yeah. Well, he probably had to go that, you know? eat and maybe it wasn't a good time for her. That's true. Maybe yeah. there were people there that he didn't want to kill. It's true. <laughs> he was, you know. He had to go listen to the song again and get pumped and all that. Yeah. yeah and it's a sad. long song too. He was probably just listening to that song. Yeah, is this is this U2's like Maxwell Silverhammer? I feel like I don't I don't know why rock stars and songwriters are so interested in psychopaths and writing yeah. songs about them i don't get it yeah i don't know there's a lot it's not like a rich vein you you should just write about like love or, or partying or something like why yeah. why crazy psychopaths? okay you fucking you know? hippie <laughs> whatever yeah. hey man <laughs> what just else write about love labor and, unions and, and, and... <laughs> you want people talking. to sing about labor unions yeah i do uh, too kind of i want people to bring there should be a podcast union. That would be... It should be called Scenes from the Class Struggle in Federal <laughs> <laughs> like, Absolutely. I still don't know how that's a movie. Yeah. Like, you put that I on read a poster, that, it I looks read like that, a meeting. Uh, you know? Yeah, I read that dissertation. It was, <laughs> yeah. uh, it was heavy. We have an episode of Pretty Scary coming out soon if you're watching the live stream, or by the time this goes up, it'll be, all, it'll be out already. Yeah. And it's about celebrities who died around the same time as their kids or their family members. And we could not, for the life of us, come up with a good title for that podcast. So it's called Celebrity Familial Deaths in Close Proximity, (laughs) which sounds like such a fucking foreign art film. I love that title so much. And it's just about people who died around the same time. It sounds like like a movie that you saw on Netflix and it's in French. And then when it translates, that's what the title is. We should have recorded it in French. Yeah, it sounds Uh, like a Supreme Court decision. (laughs) (laughs) So check that episode out. Coming soon. Uh, so, yeah, this guy shot Rebecca Schaefer. He shot her, you see, with a Tommy gun. Yeah, you see, he plugged her. And uh, when he went to trial, they they played Exit by U2. And apparently, the, according to this article, which uh, I will, I, I clearly pasted the wrong link in, so I'll put it up on the website. 
But uh, he bopped along to the song when it was played for the jury. Well, it's a toe-tapping oh, jam. It yeah. is. And uh, they, they played it. It's they, really not. They, it's such a long, drawn-out, kind of boring song. They, they played it not just like, it's like waiting music in the courtroom. Yeah, for all the... Yeah, like they're not... This the is jurors to get in and sit down. Yeah, yeah they played it to get people it's not pumped like, up every day. Yeah, it's not like they just yeah, play some, pump some music in there and that Because the beginning of it, on. it goes something like... Y'all ready for this? Yeah, if this episode contains any jock jams that caused kills, I'll be very upset. I believed in jock jams. Yeah. I, yeah, we all believed in Jock Jam. <laughs> There's so many Jock Jam CDs. Are there? And yeah. I think they're only a force for good. So I'll be very upset. But they are. We're only interested in like two. But there's only one good stadium song, and it's the song the the Alan Parsons Project yeah. song that the Bulls come out oh, to. Hell yeah! yeah. That's yeah. it. No, Everything else is trash. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's called Threshold. It's great. Yeah, and every other Alan Parsons song is trash. Yeah, you don't need it. Mm-mm. Just the just the Jordan one. Anyone ever heard Helter Skelter by the Beatles? Helter Skelter. Yeah, Skelter. yeah see these guys like why did like Paul McCartney is so like like kind of goofy and drippy all the time and then he goes and writes Helter Skelter yeah. too, you know? I don't get it. I don't, I yeah. don't understand. It's definitely I think it's my favorite McCartney song. It's really good. Uh, but, like, but I like Back yeah. in the USSR and I like Obla Di Obla Da a lot. Yeah. I know that last one's not a popular choice. Yeah. Or is it? I saw an article, uh, it was called The 50 Worst Beatles Songs. I mean, that's definitely on there. 50. No, it's not. It is not. It's such a good song. Hmm. Oh, bloody, good, yeah. oh, bloody. I'm going to go know, listen to gonna... Exit and come back and finish this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a threat. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was. Good job. But yeah. No gunshots for the threat? Mm-mm. You do the eagle? No, you're the, the force. It's a threatening eagle. eagle. The Threat eagle. eagle. It's a very you know, threatening eagle. <laughs> the eagle is a symbol of Zeus, and that's a symbol of power. Hit a bre- control. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> yeah. But I don't so, know why, like, every rock star, they like, okay, time to sit down and write a song. My two ideas are either, like, how love works or a very specific description of a serial killer. Like, I don't get <laughs> right. It. It's yeah. really weird. <laughs> I don't know. What is Helter Skelter even about? Like, he said it's about a slide. It's a ride, yeah. The, yeah. The, the actual Helter Skelter is, but I couldn't yeah. tell you what the song is about. <laughs> like yeah, a, it's a, a very confusing song. Like a roller coaster? Or what I do you think, mean, like a ride? He wrote a song about it? I think he just took the title of it. He did oh. that shit, though. Like, he wrote, like, Martha, My Dear is about his dog. Like, he yeah. he would write... Uh, or Hey, yeah, he Ju- hey Jude, which was slickly about June. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nothing weird about writing a song about your bandmate's kid. Hey, Jude. It's yeah. about John yeah. Lennon's kid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, if you maybe knew, there is nothing weird about it. If you knew yeah, that's just positive. I feel that John it. Lennon <laughs> was the father of a child, you might record a song. If you if you were a yeah, you might want to intervene and say, your, "Hey, you doing all right, kid?" Yeah, right. it'd be like it's it's going to be all right. I think that's yeah. actually a, a, a dad very likes thoughtful. the other kid way more than you, but it's going to be fine, right? So poor Julian Lennon. Anyway, so Helter Skelter. I think I, most people should know this by now. It was one of the inspirations for the Manson family. Yeah, he he that thought was, that was what he called what he thought the uh, when he was convinced a race war was going to break out. Right. And he called it the race for Helter Skelter. Right. And he felt that uh, the, that song in particular was heralding an impending race war. Mm-hmm. And he also believed the Beatles were four angels. And I don't know if he's wrong. 
There are three angels, maybe. Definitely. Definitely at least one. Well, Ringo, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Ringo. Just Ringo's, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, George maybe, Harrison's maybe George. not an angel. He's yeah. resurrected as someone's house cat by now. Right. Because <laughs> that's <laughs> he, what he believes. He renounced God and right. became some sort of pagan maniac. Yeah. And then someone oh. broke in his house and started stabbing him, and he just yelled Hare Krishna over and over while his <laughs> wife intervened to save his life. Yay, weird religions. <laughs> What? Yeah, is that, that a real story? Yeah, an I intruder broke into George mind. Harrison's home <laughs> and improving, and was stabbing him. And George Harrison, being a pacifist, was just started shouting out Hari Krishna and let the dude stab him. And his wife fucking jumped in and disarmed the guy somehow. Wow, and saved him. Yeah, this this kind of thing is why you know, like sometimes there will be a story about ah, oh, that very rich person has an enormous house with some kind of like fence around it. What a jerk! No, it's fine. They should be allowed yeah, to have yeah. a fence yeah. and security and everything they need. Yeah, it's totally fine. They should have a big fence. Because there's, there's like a few nuts, you know? You know they who could have used out. a fence? Roman Polanski. <laughs> I, His house had a fence. What? Oh, did it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good enough fence. Mm. I feel so far behind. I don't I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Bro, this, is, oh, uh, uh, this was the Ro- house they Roman were Roman Polanski is a director who... Should okay, we'll get into. He had sex with a thirteen-year-old, and the Manson family murdered his friends over it. I don't think that's exactly the chronology of events. No, he's connected. Oh, okay. Yeah, his 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 wife Sharon Tate. Yeah, Sharon Tate was. I didn't know the murder happened at a house that he and Sharon Tate were renting. I see. I should have known that. Yeah, and but the the first thing Manson did after he was inspired by this Beatles song, he instructed his followers to be. Begin killing while making it look like the work of militant black rights group, the Black Panthers, Mm -hmm. which I bet for at least a minute the police were like, this was the Black Panthers. Yeah. (laughs) Weren't they they already doing that, though? Like, that was already going on. That was like, they didn't need help from the Manson family. Who, the Black Panthers? Assholes. No, the the framing of the Black Panthers. (laughs) I thought you were asking, weren't the Black Panthers out already committing heinous murders no 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 they were doing the opposite come on randall okay don't okay all right don't do that don't (laughs) don't make me don't make me that guy so on july 25th bobby beausoleil who is about to get out of prison i think mary brunner and susan atkins killed gary hinman on august 9th tex watkins or tex watson tex watson susan atkins i married those two names linda kasabian yes the inspiration for the band name kasabian and patricia krenwinkle broke into the home of roman polanski and murdered actress sharon tate jay sebring abigail folger wojciech frakowski and stephen parent so this really was Roman Polanski. There is a Roman Polanski connection here. It oh, was yeah. Roman. Was his pregnant wife was yeah. one of the victims. Yeah, I should have understood that. Yeah, I, I, that's so, it's so strange. I don't know why I, that part of the story I am not familiar with. Like really? I know exactly. Like yeah, I, all this gruesome detail. I don't, I, I don't remember. Maybe I blocked I mean, out the Roman yeah, Polanski part. Polanski's. That's the part of the story you want to definitely block out. Yeah, yeah. he's he's <laughs> one of those dudes where it's like. You sort of understand why he's this fucked up ruin of a guy because I believe he began as a Holocaust survivor. Yeah. And then this shit happens to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like, I guess. What are you going to do? I mean, there's no excuse, but it's like, oh, I understand why he's the way he is. Clearly, yeah, you can trace it back and go this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. uh, Tough life. Yeah. He's in his own prison, his own mind prison. (laughs) (laughs) And they, oh, wow, that. 
I this thing on the document, like they wrote Helter Skelter yes. in blood on mm-hmm. the refrigerator door. Yeah, the, the stuff they wrote, like uh, what Death to Pigs and stuff, it was supposed to make the police think that the Black Panthers had done the crime. Like this, they were uh, they were yeah. trying to trigger Helter Skelter right. these murders. Man, yeah, and uh, it didn't work. No, did not work because I mean, when it came to the Black Panthers, the FBI was like. We got it. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, they're like, we're already... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll handle this since we're, day one. We're, yeah. We're ruining their reputation already. Yeah. yeah. We Here. got a bombing in Philadelphia planned in 85. It's going to handle <laughs> right. all of this. this. This is... We don't need you guys' help. Uh, the next night, Manson accompanied the four and brought two other followers, Leslie Van Houten Stee, and Steve Clem Grogan, to the home of Leno and Rosemary LaBianca. The Simpsons have never commented on whether... Millhouse's last name is a reference to Leslie Van Houten from the Manson family. People have asked, and they've never... That means it is. That means it absolutely 100%. His his first name is a Nixon reference. Yeah. Obviously. That's just a step above the Manson family. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, After uh, killing killing the two occupants, the words Helter Skelter were left scrawled in blood on the refrigerator door. Van Houten, Grogan, and Kasabian were then sent to a friend of Kasabian's apartment to kill him, but Kasabian deliberately knocked on the wrong door in order to save him. Why didn't they just kill those people? Or maybe he knocked on a door that no, he knew was... I think there was, was nobody there. I, it's oh, been, it's yeah. been a minute since I read Helter Skelter, so I can't yeah. remember all the details. It's a great book, by the way. It's an excellent book. Yeah. Very long book. Uh, you can mm. get the... I mean, if you got an Audible subscription, you can just grab the audiobook. Yeah. If you go to audible.com <laughs> slash unpops, yeah. audibletrial.com slash unpops. Get, yeah, get no. We get that audible money. You do? Yeah, they're, 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 their program's actually pretty great. We'll talk about it after. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Get that loot. Get some of them sweet, yeah. sweet audiobook bucks. I wonder, I wonder if the Beatles felt bad about being involved in this killing. Like, because they just wrote a song. Now you're and saying then a they're happened, involved. You know? That's kind of a. Well, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like they just wrote a song, yeah, and then it's like their connection oh, is. Shit. I mean, sort of tenuous <laughs> to the situation. Yeah, yeah, Manson was a real clinger onto the music industry anyway. Like he was real tight with yeah. one of the uh, yeah. Beach Boys. Yeah, Dennis Wilson. Yeah, who has a really great solo album called Pacific Ocean Blue. Check it out sometime. It's oh, it's yeah. shockingly good. I thought good. you were going to say who, like some kind of he's a murderer too or something. I'm oh. really glad. No, but he does have album. a solo album called Pacific Ocean Blue, and he died by drowning. So whoa, oh man, he did. He, uh, unfortunate he title. He fell off a boat. Didn't Manson yeah. accuse? I, and drinking and swimming normally go so well together. Yeah. Didn't Charles Manson accuse them of stealing his work, like music, his music? Like that was another thing. That was, I don't. Well, the Beach Boys did. W- eventually use one of his songs oh. like it was in a very yeah different kind of form yeah. yeah but they did kind of use one of his songs and i don't remember if he was credited as a writer on it or not i'm sure he maybe was at one point but then like like if hitler co-wrote a song you're gonna when you reissue the album probably take that off Just i mean it depends on how hard it slaps that's a good point <laughs> if it's yeah. like really really awesome <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you leave the song. You just take his name off of yeah. it. Right. That's what you do. Yeah, you Lady jumble, Gaga. Jumble the letters up. <laughs> <laughs> Samson? <laughs> Who's this? It's an anagram of Hitler. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, yeah, Lady Gaga just pulled her collaboration with R. Kelly off of all her um, streaming services. So did Celine Dion. Nice. 
Celine Dion worked And that R. just Kelly. leaves yeah. 500,000 more right? R. Kelly collaborations to go. Yeah. He yeah. had his fingers in so many pies, I deliberately <laughs> selected that analogy. Oh, boy. Um, we, watched, I, we watched Romeo Must Die the other day. You know, it has Leah in it. Right. Um, and there's a scene in a record shop where um, she walks out, and, it's, and it, they couldn't have known it because this is in 2000. Well, they could have known it. But... As she walks out of the store, she walks by this gigantic R. Kelly poster. Nice. Uh, and it's just like, oh, man. No. She had to know that was there. Yeah. I'm blaming Aaliyah for this, is the whole thing. <laughs> There's also an Aaliyah poster in the scene, but that's neither here nor there. Are the Aaliyah that's... poster and the R. Kelly poster kissing? No. Did someone hold him up and go, me, 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 me? So in that universe, it's like Last Action Hero when Arnold sees himself... In the premiere of the movie. No, but there is a line where Anthony Anderson is chasing after, and he says, I'm going to find your Aaliyah-looking ass. Weird. So in this universe, Weird. in the Romeo Must Die universe, Aaliyah exists. They're acknowledging the existence but Aaliyah's, of But Aaliyah. Aaliyah's character is not Aaliyah. She right. just happens to she look like Aaliyah. Looks just like her. Yeah. Which is weird that that's not part of the plot. Like never, never comes into play. I'm should. assuming it was a, it was an ad lib by Anthony yeah. Anderson. <laughs> right. It's not a bad ad lib. Yeah. It's no. not a bad lib. No. It's they an left ad-lib. it in. It's a good lib. Yeah. <laughs> Some dude Distant bird off in the distance <laughs> like that joke. I think it earned one <laughs> one far off eagle sound. I would I would totally agree. Hey, how about the song I'm Upset by Drake? I had never heard this song until I started researching this. It's a, it's on Scorpion, right? It's pretty recent. Probably. Yeah. yeah, it came out a couple weeks before that rapper X Tentacion died. Yeah, Is that how Scorpion. you say his name? I have only read it as text. I don't know how it's said. <laughs> yeah. 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 I heard Connor McSpadden pronounce it that way once, and I trust his. He's so young. Like, he knows all the rappers. Yeah. And uh, it's pronounced Aaliyah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what blows my mind about the Extentacion killing is that police solved it immediately, and that guy was such a piece of shit, we didn't care. Like, it's probably <laughs> the first solved rap murder in rap murder history. Yeah. Right. And they like they like immediately someone was arrested and we were like so fuck that guy yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah, he like he uh, had like a long history of- he assaulted his pregnant girlfriend with a barbecue fork I think oh the LaBiancas were murdered with a barbecue fork oh nice yeah I wonder if he did it he might have what if he's a time traveler he's a time lord and some highlander found him at that motorcycle (laughs) shop in south florida and finally fixed it we're laughing about the murder of a young man (laughs) it's okay though because he sucked yeah he was kind of an asshole but he he, so he assaulted her with a, a a fork and uh that sounds like he was he was on something. Like he was really Yeah. He also admitted mind. to stabbing a bunch of people on video, like right before he died. Like he, he made all he these He admitted on video or he admitted to stabbing people on video? He admitted it on video. <laughs> I thought it was like those like Because uh, if you do it on video, you don't have to admit it. Was like a <laughs> That's seri- the admission. That yeah. Would, <laughs> that Two would birds be his with one stone. Series of prank videos where he just runs up and stabs someone. <laughs> runs up right. to people on the street. <laughs> you got stabbed. stabbed. You just got fucking <laughs> stabbed. Like, that would that be a fun. That would be an incredible theory. show, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> Just he run had up a lot of stabbing people. He had a lot of ideas, <laughs> you know, and they all they died with him. The time frame on this one is real tight. It's very tight. The song "I'm Upset" comes out about three weeks before Extentacion is killed, and he had posted a thing on his Instagram story. Allegedly, let's look at this tweet. 
Uh, you can everyone in the fucking world can go out and look at it. That's how Twitter works. Go to go to Twitter dot com. It Extachio. is a Twitter user at Lewis L E W I S underscore H. And is that a double underscore? Two underscore. Fuck on, Lewis. Two underscores. Two underscores. Yeah. Wow. You are making things harder than they need to be. Well, he got his whole first name in there, Lewis, and then his whole last name, H underscore underscore. What if his like, name that's how is you do it. H underscore underscore? Or yeah. underscore underscore. <laughs> underscore. <laughs> that, could, that could be the case, too. <laughs> and let's, he has... Let's read this clue. He has a, a screenshot... Uh, the picture on the right is a screenshot, allegedly, from Extentacion's uh, Instagram, yeah, Instagram story, story. Wow. which somehow got smaller when I enlarged <laughs> it. <laughs> so, I, was, I was so excited to read it, and it got smaller. When it says, it. if anyone tries to kill me, it was at Champagne Poppy. I'm snitching right now. And that's Drake's that's Twitter Drake. handle yeah, it is. on oh, Instagram. Shit. And someone named Beyond Scared Straight, I don't know if that's on Twitter or Instagram, they posted... Theory! X found out loads of info about Drake. Drake knew he had this info and threatened him that he'd kill him if he told anyone. Hence why X put up the Insta story. Drake and Push beef arises. X sees it as an opportunity to get it out. X tells Push, boom, Drake kills X. R.I.P. XXX. Here's the plot hole in that theory. They're saying... Maybe Drake killed this guy because he had information. Like what about on his him. son that he didn't talk about? Like what could he know about Drake right. that he would murder him for? But that's the thing. This information, he apparently gave it to another rapper who just released it on a song. And that yeah. dude's not dead. Nope. Didn't kill right. Pusha T. It's also not murder-worthy revelations. No. They're just like kind of embarrassing right. and kind of makes you look like a scumbag. Yeah. And it also, it, it doesn't, he, he has a song where... He says uh, he says something about a girl asking if she, he loves her, and he says, "I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry." And people are like, "You have a kid. Why don't you love your kid?" His kid's middle name, my bed, M A B E D. No way. So he did actually on a song before oh, this happened. Incredible. He did actually so say he wasn't saying you love. I love my bed. He wasn't saying I love my bed. That, that is kind of weird. Like. To be like the things that you're listing, the most important things. Because Drake must have so many other cool gadgets yeah. and things around right. the house. That right, he loves. like for that to be the two things he selects is my mother and my bed. And well, my that be- also it's a nice, my that's sweet a, that's a really Casper mattress implication too. When you're <laughs> right. like, I only like two things: my mom and my bed. And it's like, oh, and good. it's what Kind yeah, of sounds like my like, mom in my bed. Yeah, it sounds like yeah, the, that's. <laughs> the, I don't want to know what's going on there. Yeah, um, but uh, the the speculation no is he was actually saying his kid's middle name Mother. instead of my bed. Oh, that's really interesting. Uh, but he in the song "I'm Upset." He uh, these are some lyrics, and this came out three weeks before Extentacion was killed. End up getting loose and getting pictures from my ex. SMS triple X. That's the only time I ever shoot below the neck. That good. Good job. <laughs> good instinct. Yeah. Yeah, well he there's like a couple tracks on Scorpion too that relate to okay, the news about my kid is out and now here's some like art I made out of it. So it doesn't seem like he's like murder angry. He's just Yeah, angry, yeah, right. You know? Yeah. And if you look at the video, there's a lot of surveillance video from when this guy was killed. And the two people who kill him, like when they walk into the store, you can tell their reaction is like, oh, shit, we know who that is. Like, uh, they they look at him very fucking intently. Like, it was kind of a chance thing. 
where they just happen to walk in and they're like, we're going to rob that guy. We know who that is. Whoa. And then, uh, yeah, he got murdered in the parking lot. He got robbed in the store and then shot in the parking lot? No, they saw he was in a motorcycle oh. shop. And they there's surveillance video in the store of him shopping. And the two people who end up killing him walk past. And one of the guys, like, just starts fucking staring at him. Yeah. And then there's separate surveillance video from when he pulls out. And they, I believe they block his car and then shoot him a whole bunch of times. Jesus Christ. Man. Lots and lots of times. But Drake probably didn't do it. Yeah, he li- he likes uh, like pretty normal beefs, and he likes rosé. And uh, <laughs> he's you know, Canadian. He's, he's Canadian. Canadian. He was on yeah. Degrassi. Yeah, right. yeah. He knows a thing or two about gun violence from his time on Degrassi, <laughs> where he was shot and wheelchair. Yeah, he up. was wheelchair bound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know yeah. if Aubrey is a big gun violence guy. Yeah, That's his name. Yeah. Also, um, big wrinkle. He's only one person. Two people shot this guy. That's right. Well, that maybe he ordered the hit. Oh, uh, I, see, I see what you're saying. See, I see what you're saying. That's a whole other dimension <laughs> to this case that yeah. I never even considered. Yeah. So you don't buy this one? No, no. Like, how, I don't I, see yeah. Drake as a murderer or I, even a hire someone to murder someone. Er, like, and imagine getting murdered by Drake. <laughs> <laughs> the saddest, the saddest like, fucking oh, thing, man. Like no really? matter how good you were in life, you're going to hell for that. That should be that should be the thesis of whoever's next like beef song with Drake is like just <laughs> imagine getting murdered by Drake. That's a pretty good diss. It'd be pretty so good. embarrassing. Yeah, great. That like, would be the. Meek it'd Mel be like getting murdered by Will Smith, <laughs> <laughs> and that would just like no, oh, no man. one. Yeah. <laughs> So he so, did Big Willie style. He did. He did Big Willie style all in it, getting jiggy with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know Nas wrote that song? Really? I did not know oh, that. Yeah. That's why part of the lyrics are Nas, 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 Nas. Yeah, yeah. Nas, 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 Nas. Nas, 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 Nas. That sample is just his name, and they're pressing a button the whole time. Uh, uh, it's so silly. Oh, wrong. There we go. Everyone knows about the the Frank Sinatra My Way murders, right? I do not. <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't. But we're this. It's uh, really we, exciting. We yeah. covered yeah. this on we're Cracked not... at one point way back in the day. On what? I think it happened. I think there have been six in total, but it's a real thing. There's this social phenomenon in the Philippines where people every once in a while will just get murdered for performing the song My Way by Frank Sinatra at a karaoke bar. Woo! And they're, they've never been able to put their finger on exactly why. They think it's a combination of the song just being long and boring, which if you've ever been to karaoke and a motherfucker whips a song out like that, you want to murder. Yeah, yeah, someone lays yeah. down a seven-minute song. You're like, all right, man. I heard a dude sing three Pink Floyd songs <laughs> oh, at karaoke God. once. <laughs> Jesus. And they were all from Dark Side of the Moon. So it was uh. all like... Is anybody in there? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, shut the fuck up right now. Yeah. So yeah. I can imagine you're at a karaoke bar trying to get loose, and some motherfucker full of hubris gets up there talking about doing it his way. way. <laughs> Just loaded <laughs> really, with hubris. Really crooning it out. Yeah. Right. And you're like, how about my way? You might have I'm to murder stab you. that guy. <laughs> yeah. You, gotta, you have to murder that person. And that apparently, it's happened. Just in the Philippines. Yeah. Uh, That's interesting. There was a New York Times article that estimated the number of killings to be around six by 2010. 
Another source estimated it to be closer to 12 between 2002 and 2012. And yeah, people aren't completely sure why. There's a theory that the song is somehow offensive. And I I don't know how, like what? Like the, uh, the audacity of it. Like you're, like you're saying, oh, I know what the fuck all of you are doing, but I'm doing it my my way. way. Yeah. And people are like, we're all getting murdered by Duterte right now. Take it easy, dude. Right. I wonder if it's more of a thing like, um, it's just because that's a very popular song. So it's like just a law of averages kind of thing. Yeah, it could be. But wouldn't, oh, like wouldn't more people be getting killed to like push it by salt and pepper and stuff like that too? That's one yeah, of my is that your go-to? one of my go-to karaoke <laughs> songs. Yes, it is. If I have a partner willing to throw down with me, I will do push it by salt right. and pepper. If you can find a pepper, right? Because I'm obviously salt. Yeah, obviously, right. clearly. Uh, so yeah, there have been a few different instances. In in one case, a security guard at the karaoke bar complained that a guy singing the song was off key and when the victim refused to stop singing guard shot him with a 38 caliber pistol as one does yeah jesus what else are you gonna do he's not gonna stop singing you can't just unplug his microphone that's a pretty sinatra thing to do yeah it is (laughs) yeah frank sinatra would probably appreciate this (laughs) maybe Uh, maybe this is completely on brand (laughs) kind of is Uh, uh yeah maybe so, they man. maybe they're so into sinatra they're taking it to the next level doing what he would do yeah maybe they shot first <laughs> could be was that i thought you went, made a star wars reference i did <laughs> famous is, star wars eagle yeah. it's so weird that it's like <laughs> one country one song yeah i looked it up on my phone real fast it's only like four and a half minutes long which is a little long for karaoke but it's not like crazy you know mm-hmm. yeah it's such a weird phenomenon yeah, yeah, it's it's very strange. It uh, well, it's, they're they're saying it's one of the most popular pastimes in the Philippines, and most people right. are poor, which can both those things can have. So you have more people yeah. doing it because it's a popular pastime, and if you right. have less money, you're like, I'm throwing down my two bucks to sing, so I got to sit through all this. So like, you yeah. can see somebody who's just like had like a shitty week. They're just like. I'm fucking, I'm barely making ends meet. I just want to sing my song, and this dude is shitting all over my way. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going to murder him instead. Yeah. But he paid, he paid, that'll make my week better. He, yeah. He paid to sing that song, though. It makes it even worse. Yeah. Well, well he should do it justice then. Yeah, you should know. sing it well. That's the, I don't yeah, think that is a criteria of karaoke at it all. It is certainly right. not. Because, like, well, when you guys go to karaoke, like, what is your tolerance for just terrible listening experience right like i'm i'm pretty ready for that to happen most oh of yeah. yeah that's yeah, like yeah. Oh, for a comedy sure. open mic or something yeah I'm like yeah ready. yeah these well, these guys would hate comedy open brutal. mics oh, my God. oh for sure <laughs> there's, there's less of a risk of people suddenly lapsing into racist tirades <laughs> at karaoke there is at an open mic <laughs> I like this. Uh, I like this detail. Violence in some bars has led owners of the establishments to employ bakla, gay or effeminate men or trans women, who use humor in diffusing conflicts between male patrons over what? women. Since the bakla are seen as neutral, the same bakla are used to smooth over conflicts over karaoke That's singing. That's wild. What a cultural institution. Yeah. Wow. He's gonna kill that guy over my way. Send him the trans. <laughs> what? What a crazy country. The <laughs> what, who, who is like, well, they don't have a dog in this fight. 
Yeah, because I so their job is to just be like humorous and diffuse a situation, and so people in the Philippines are like, obviously, we have to hire an LGBTQ person for this. They're like job. conflict right. mediators. Like, I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> yeah, slash why is that? Like, slash jesters. I don't understand. The, that is very odd. <laughs> That's so weird. It's I also keeps getting stranger. <laughs> it is dangerously close to rodeo clown. Yeah. <laughs> I also like this. The Japanese band Kishidan released as their 10th anniversary single an up-tempo rock cover of My Way. <laughs> the music video consisted of the lead singer being shot numerous times while singing. <laughs> and then he's shot once more in the back while walking away after the song is concluded, collapsing in a heap on the stairs. Oh, I like this. A shortened <laughs> version was used as a commercial. Oh, uh, yeah. For what? Yes. The yeah. album? The, his body just, like, holds up a Coke <laughs> at yeah. the end. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thumbs up with the other what hand, Coke in the other. He gets shot to death in front of a Toyota. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the first thing for an infomercial, like, oh, geez, has this happened to you? Yeah. Has this ever happened to you? <laughs> yeah. Get lit you up need, leaving a karaoke bar. You need some karaoke body armor. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Wild. Let's, let's talk about Ghetto Quran. If for no other reason I want to recommend a really good documentary to people, this is going long. We're going to have to power through these last few. 50 Cent has a song called Ghetto Quran that came out before he got shot in the mouth eight times. And I had never heard it before until I researched this. It's a fine song. But here's the thing about the song. It's just him listing the actual names of local drug dealers <laughs> and all of their crimes. Holy <laughs> shit. And somehow he thought all right. there would be no ramifications <laughs> from a choice like that. Oh, contrary to that belief, he got shot eight times. Or nine times, sorry. Yeah. And one of the rumors in the unsolved murder of Jam Master J, the craziest unsolved rap murder of all time, but we'll get to it. One of the rumors is a drug dealer named Curtis Supreme McGriff, who 50 Cent names in this song extensively. Uh, one, decided he wanted 50 Cent killed over this, mm -hmm. and also put an embargo on working with 50 Cent on the rap industry. And if you worked with him... You now had problems with Curtis Supreme McGriff. Jam Master J did work with 50 Cent right after this song came out. And I think while that song was out. And one of the theories in his murder is that that's why he was killed. Because 50 Cent released this song. Wow. Jam Master J kept working with him. And he got killed over it. But there's a really good documentary on Netflix. Uh just go on Netflix and search Jam Master J. I'm sure there's not a glut of Jam Master J material. You'll probably find <laughs> yeah, it. Which, I don't remember the exact name. Which one do you want, want yeah, to watch? Like which season, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Can I just dive right in? Or? <laughs> but it's, uh, I know the, it's called, re, I think it's called Remastered, the murder of Jam Master J. And if you've never looked into his murder. Didn't, he was in the studio and somebody walked in and shot him, right? He was in the studio and in a studio that had a secured entrance where a person would have to be buzzed in. So the secretary, and there was a camera. Mm -hmm. So the secretary would have looked at this camera, saw who was there and buzzed this person in. And there were, I think five other people in the studio. No one saw anything. One guy said he was looking down at his phone when the person walked past him. It's like, did you not look up when he started shooting? 
Yeah, and this was a while ago. Was he playing like the snake game? I like those old. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, it was 2003. He's playing Bejeweled on there. Yeah, (laughs) this is pre Candy Crush, even. Yeah. He's doing like T9 Tetris. I don't even want to plant Tetris. I don't even want to think about pre Candy Crush. They were dark days. Yeah, Yeah. that's, I mean, that's just, that's like, it's, nobody wants to. Everyone in, if you read articles about the killing of Jam Master J, pretty much everyone in Queens knows who committed this murder yeah just nobody wants to get murdered right so yeah. like, i didn't see anything yeah so a phantom came in and shot jam at <laughs> right. that it might as well have been yeah. and and they've had su- like curtis mcgriff was a suspect at one point they were just never able to prove it because no one will say who walked right into the studio and shot him and walked back out everyone was like i wasn't looking man and it's like yeah yeah you were <laughs> You were and looking. We know you were. Yeah. <laughs> we know you saw what happened, but still unsolved. Yeah, that's it's kind of eerie. It yeah, is. Yeah. 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 Especially to maybe get killed over a fucking 50 cent song. That's like almost that's adjacent to being murdered by Drake. Right. Right. It's almost more shameful. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz Drake didn't have an embarrassing video game about him shooting uh Taliban soldiers in Iraq. Did 50 Cent have a... He did. Oh, man. That sounds 50 Cent great. has <laughs> two games. It's called Halo, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't remember what the first game is called, um, but it features Eminem as a crooked cop. Uh, the second that video fits. game is called Blood in the Sand, and it's about oh, him <laughs> being a mercenary <laughs> in Iraq. And you have to be 50 Cent. Yes. I believe he and plays a whole him. Narrative. And some of their members of his team, I think. There may yeah. be other... He's 50 like Cent the... would make a good mercenary. I bet if you gave him enough money, he'd help you topple a he's, South American government. <laughs> he's fucking bulletproof. So yeah, that, that might have been the name of the video game, the first one. Um, yeah, he would definitely help you topple a regime. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he would go down there and mix it up with the gorillas. No fucking problem. Uh, so, yeah. How about I Used to Love Her by Guns N' Roses? I fucking hate Guns N' Roses so much. I, I, I want to kind of back you up on that because I think Guns N' Roses is pretty overrated like they're yeah i never really understood the appeal of, of guns and roses they're kind of like I, yeah. I don't know why they're not like the nickelback of you know i think it was more i mean adam time. can speak to this more than i can i think it was more of it was the time and place that guns and roses came out because nothing sounded like them at the time yeah 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 it, it that there was like hair metal and then guns and roses like they were like a more aggressive yeah, yeah. Version, and I then, guess, like not as. But then everyone forgot about Babylon Dre? AD and oh. their <laughs> awesome track they did for RoboCop Two. Guns and Roses did. <laughs> no, that there's a just forget it. Okay. Let's just move on. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, the they, song... they, they picked the right one. They did a track for Terminator Two. That's right. <laughs> oh, I do true. remember that. They did remember the that one. And it was supposed ass to reference be... in Terminator Salvation, where they turn on the radio and it's Guns and Roses, and it's is it you would be mine. Yeah, you could it's be Christian Bale luring the now Terminators. that that is fucking a Guns N' Roses awesome. song I fucking like. You could be mine is a really good yeah. song. You know it's why? Because awesome. yeah. it makes you think about T one thousand. Yeah, because it's in Terminator two. <laughs> Maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's why. What was rules. this? That's T one thousand. That's the that you know, oh, you've okay. seen the movie. Got oh, the, sure, the sure, the sure. The, the, if the you're little... listening at home, all our hands turned into swords. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he's got the little pokey he's, hands. He's sword handing it up. Yeah. So, so this one, this <laughs> song what is this. What are you? It's what are called you? "I Used to Love Her," <laughs> which it's a very uncharacteristic Guns N' Roses song. It's like a an acoustic, almost like a blues song. 
And it's about how he used to to love a woman, but then he had to kill her because Axl Rose is garbage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this song has been used twice as evidence in a murder trial. <laughs> no. That's uh, some real ev- pedigree. <laughs> fucking evidence. Like, <laughs> not, <laughs> well, it Holy convicted shit. one guy. And I've there are I think there's an episode of Forensic Files about this. It says Justin Bieber was drowned and then Bar- Justin Barber. <laughs> On August 17th, 2002, Justin Barber drowned and then shot his wife before shooting himself four times, claiming they were mugged. That's a weird mugging. So he shot himself <laughs> unfatally four times. I don't, God damn. I, I, right. got, I don't like making light of this stuff, but that's a very strange yeah. mugging scenario yes, that you would is. have to explain. Yeah. Wait, so he, he did like a, a fake I was shot by somebody four, four times yes. to himself? Yes. <laughs> Which, yeah. at that point, you kind of deserve to get away with it. Then also yeah. drowned. Why the drowning? But he drowned and then shot her. Yeah. It's yeah. Like Rasputin or something. It's very confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he... Nice Rasputin. <laughs> Reference. The, uh, the thing is, he, he almost did get away with this. He got away with it for a long fucking time. But then they caught Axl Rose, the real killer. Well, the way they convicted him and... Sorry, Justin Barber. I mean, sh- I guess this is enough for uh, a, a conviction in a murder trial when someone's life is on the line. Uh, they sus- Police suspected Barber. It took them two years to finally prove it, thanks to advances in computer forensics, which showed that he had downloaded the Guns N' Roses song and listened to it an hour before the murder. He also searched the internet for details about gunshot injuries. And sure, that, that, no reasonable doubt there. The second one... Is a little more compelling. A little more damning, yeah. A little one. more compelling. Yeah. yeah. Part of the evidence was his like iTunes store. Yeah, right. It, it was, was like, yeah. <laughs> right. I wonder what else was on there. They had a, what was after the Guns N' Roses song? But he should have he should have done that thing that My Michael way. Scott does when he gets broken up with, where he just listens to the free preview I was gonna of the yeah. song over and over again. <laughs> just a little clip. Amazing joke. Why don't you just download the whole song? It's like, this is all I need. <laughs> and then there was Thomas Wilhelm on July 8th, 2002. His ex-girlfriend sent a text to a friend of hers saying that Thomas Wilhelm was drunk, had taken painkillers, and was loudly singing the Guns N' Roses song. Uh, I used that's to also love her. how uh, Guns N' Roses records all their albums. <laughs> yeah, so that's consistent. With... Which I don't know if that text was even warranted. Maybe you just get the fuck out of there. Yeah. When a, a, a dude hopped up on painkillers, starts singing, you, I used to love you her, but I had to kill her. physically can't sing a Guns N' Roses song unless you're drunk and on painkillers. <laughs> right. It just can't happen. And she sent that text to her friend. 11 minutes later, he shot and killed her. Man. Mm. So Man. if you're in a relationship, don't listen to this song. You will murder your significant other. And, and if you yeah. hear... Your significant other singing this song. It's like screaming Guns N' Roses songs. Leave or kill yeah. them. Well, you yeah. kill them first, and it's then like, you it's like the, it's the same. It's the same as if you're swimming and you hear the theme from Jaws. Exactly. Yeah, that's more of like a psychotic episode, though, right? It's not a <laughs> <laughs> sharks don't blast theme songs. <laughs> Uh, what, are we, what are we? What are we talking you're, about? Uh, you're really, you're really, you're really big leaguing me here, Randall. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to. I don't want to high road you on this. <laughs> how about Jeremy by Pearl Jam? I never knew. Hey, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> I hate Pearl Jam too. Nearly, I remember. I mean, I like them better than Guns and Roses, but yeah. 
Uh, what is it? A Jeremy King of the Darkness Land. That's it right there. What is that? Mm, yeah, that's uh, Jeremy King of the Darkness Land. <laughs> <laughs> I think With it's the on top, lemon yellow sun. King of the Darkness Land. <laughs> They played this song like every five minutes on MTV. You have heard Jeremy Spoken. <laughs> Where were you at, Alex? I, I just I'm just taking gonna, it in. You know? Yeah, I mean, I felt a little, little uh, You're left astral behind projecting there. out of the room just to not have to feel. What's crazy what's about the song, on, Jeremy, it was written about a kid who shot himself right. in front of his class. And when MTV saw the video, they were like, no, you have to edit out that scene where he puts the gun in his mouth. And Pearl Jam was like, fine. And what they ended up with was a video that made it look like he, he shot up his class. Yep. Yeah, because uh, the, the class is represented by like uh, ceramic or white figures of children. They're not like real kids. And then they're no, I think they're real kids. Aren't they're they? real kids, but they're just frozen. They're frozen. They're all covered in. It, they're covered they're, in paint. Yeah, though, they're right? sh- they're shielding themselves from something, and they have spl- uh, red is all over them. So right. as yes, definitely seeing this video as a kid, I thought he shot the class right and when not himself. Yeah, even though if you listen to the lyrics of the song, it's clear that he shot yeah. himself. No one listens to but- the lyrics <laughs> of the songs <laughs> at all. Yeah. Uh, Except well, people thought land. the song yeah. was called like Jeremy's Smokin' and Jeremy's is it. <laughs> Jeremy Smokin'. <laughs> they class. Turned into, they, he was smoking class. Yeah, but the, <laughs> that's right. The slang for shooting. You don't want to turn it into like smoking in the boys' room or something. This is smoking in more. the boys' room. <laughs> So talking about Jeremy just mildly misbehaving. <laughs> yeah, he just lit one up in class, and, like, and then he shit. shoots up his class at the end anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Jeremy, yeah. that was an escalation. Jeremy lingered in the bathroom longer <laughs> than he necessarily needed to. Today, like, <laughs> Jeremy needs a hall pass today. <laughs> On February 2nd, 1996, 14-year-old Barry Lucatus, old Barry Lou, dressed as a cowboy, because you know how Pearl Jam dressed as cowboys all the time. That was their Mm. whole thing, yeah. Entered Frontier Middle School armed with a rifle and two pistols, walked into his algebra class and opened fire, killing two students, injuring a third and killing his algebra teacher, held the classroom hostage until another teacher, Coach John Lane. So close to John McClane, by the way. Right. Entered the classroom and offered himself as a hostage in exchange for the children. Fucking Barry's dumbass agrees to it, and Lane, being a coach, forcefully disarms him and takes the gun. And uh, police arrive. Lucatus was sentenced to two life sentences and an additional 205 years in prison. Later reduced to a total of 185 years in prison, oh, so can, he'll get out. You can, you can do you can do that. Time. Yeah, yeah you only do, do your time. first day and your last day. The rest <laughs> just flies by. And he had not only been inspired by the video for Jeremy, uh, mistakenly believing Jeremy shot his classmates. Thanks, MTV. But also Natural Born Killers. Sure. The Basketball Diaries. That one confuses me. Yeah. <laughs> isn't, isn't that about drug addiction? Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 And the, he goes clean, right? Like, it's uh, not like, uh, well, he detoxes. But yeah. I don't know. Nobody if shoots a class. Yeah. I don't believe so. I'm just no. saying, like, the memorable things about that movie are yeah. not. Mark mer- Wahlberg like, gets if- arrested. Yeah, it's not. It's not uh, Ernie he- Hudson screams, You want to suck this dick at Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio? You sure that's not Requiem for a Dream? No, that wasn't Ernie <laughs> Hudson. Like no, no, no. That was uh, Keith David. Yeah. <laughs> ass to ass. <laughs> 
classic. Cla- I I can't tell you how many times I meet a person for the first time and I'm, we're talking about movies and I just ass to ass, eh? Uh-huh. <laughs> and people get and that you reference. Say, <laughs> people, and you say ass to ass. It's a requiem for a dream reference. Uh, he was also inspired by Stephen King's novel Rage, which was about a school shooter who takes his algebra class hostage after committing murder. Uh, he Stephen King um, has kept that book out of uh, reprinting, right? Because for of, this reason, because of this incident, which am I the only one who really wants to read Rage now? I, I'm sure you can find it. I got to be able to find it. He just won't put it back into print, mm-hmm. but I'm sure you can find yeah. a. a you know, a digital scanned copy or some kind. Yeah, you know, I'm sure you can find it. I'm sure I can. Yeah, and I'm sure Tom it's is great. promoting uh, uh, book piracy on this episode. Well, Did you say piracy. Obama? No, you said it's Tom. not piracy okay. if he's not trying to sell it. <laughs> what? It's not piracy if it's the... not for sale. <laughs> yeah, don't you know that? It's not stealing if it's not for sale. Just, it was just, there. You just dig in your own grave. I just Tom. took it. <laughs> that sounded like something Jack Sparrow would say, like yeah. getting away yeah. from people, <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> National treasure, that shit. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this last example, which doesn't come up nearly enough in discussions like this. Bob Dylan has a fantastic song called One More Cup of Coffee, which is on... There's a really good White Stripes cover of One More Cup of Coffee. It's on, I think, my favorite Dylan album, which is Desire. And the song One More Cup of Coffee, a man named Richard Dickinson in 1987 was listening to this song on repeat at four o'clock in the morning and this is 87 we're right on the cusp of cds so he's like getting up to like or it's a cassette and he has to keep right (laughs) which is more psychotic yeah (laughs) and it gets even more psychotic because uh his mom at one point comes and asks him to turn it down as moms are wont to do and he declined and instead trampled her to death while listening to this song Right. Now, keep in mind, he's going to have to trample for a few minutes, get off, rewind the song, or move the needle back, go back, trample a little more. Th- that's what, uh, a lot of work. And what species is he? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How I was going to trample say, someone I was going to say, did we leave out that he's Australian? Because I think only Australian people can trample other people to death. Yeah. Right. Was he a centaur? <laughs> <laughs> it is a weird way to kill a person. What a bizarre way to kill someone. And then he's yeah. got like the same song, too. I'm sure she was at some point like, can we listen to the title track? Anything else. Or something. And he's I like, there is no title track on Desire, Mom. I want to be spirited <laughs> away to anything else. Yeah. <laughs> anything else at this point. Yeah. And uh, he he thought she was the evil figure Isis from the song of the same name, also on Desire. Mwah, great song. It's a good song. And uh, this is also around the time when Bob Dylan did the Rolling Thunder review tour, which is my favorite Dylan era. So uh, where he channels the god Isis and tells everyone that pretty they much yeah. their moms. Dude, yeah, <laughs> he performs in whiteface. That's interesting. Um, He's got a bunch of white paint on his face. Bob Dylan, man. Uh, At that point, he could he had a blank check to do whatever he wanted. Right, <laughs> he could have come out in an elephant costume. Yeah, right. Well, that was his elephant period. <laughs> after, as long as he doesn't trample anybody. <laughs> right, yeah, as, as the elephant. <laughs> after his mom, that's where he got the idea. Of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Bob Dylan in his stupid elephant costume. <laughs> his stupid <laughs> elephant costume that I invented. <laughs> I'm gonna never, never gonna forgive him for it's that. Elephant period. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> 
after she was dead, he sprinkled coffee grounds over her body. If you can believe it, this guy was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Oh, yeah, that, that checks out. <laughs> and was institutionalized for a long time. And I, I swear this is a real detail. I found it on USA Today, the always trustworthy USA Today. Sure. <laughs> Five years after he committed this murder in 1992, because Australia is a magical land of wonder and mystery, he was released for a night so he could see Bob Dylan in concert. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? He deserves a break. He does. In like 92 Dylan, uh, not the best. Yeah, so that's... maybe they were like, go see your hero now. Yeah. Right. Check like... out the Under the Red Sky album. And it's not, like, punk. it's not like <laughs> the last time he listened to Bob Dylan, he didn't murder somebody. Right. Or yeah. is it exactly like that? Do you think they went to Bob Dylan and were like, don't play one more cup of coffee? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I never do. <laughs> yeah, I haven't he, played it they have, years. They have him in that like Hannibal Lecter thing on the side. Oh my god, he's in the audience. <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs> What? Going places. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah, if your mom tells you to turn off one more cup of coffee, fucking trample her ass. Yeah. I think that's the that's the premise here. Stomp her out like a campfire. I, yeah. <laughs> 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 Stomp her out like a campfire. Like oh a fucking God. campfire. So that's our Poetry. episode. That was fun. It's a good sode. What a world. Was, wasn't Ooh. wasn't political. We've been doing so much politics stuff. Mm. Not lately though. Been scaling it back. There's not much politics stuff to talk about as why. Well. No, yeah, nothing's happening. Yeah, there's right not anything good. really going We're in a good on. Pretty quiet, yeah. Uh what do we have to plug before we get out of here? January twenty sixth. Plug segment. At the Hollywood Hotel, 9 p.m., Unpop stand-up show. The last one was so much fun. This one will be, too. Keith Carey is headlining. I'll be there. Quincy Johnson the second will be there. Travis Clark, Andy Sell, Jessica Singer, Cindy Aravina, and we're still looking for a host for that show. So there'll be another comic on it, goddammit. So come out to that. It's free. You can't afford not to. And patreon.com slash unpops. Go check out all the other podcasts. I host and get bonus episodes. And uh, check out Bob Dylan's Desire album. It's really good. It is good, yeah. Bob Dylan really appreciates that, that plug. I'm, I'm he, sure he does. He needs it. I own it on vinyl. Not to brag. <laughs> You're really building out the vinyl. I'm very excited. I am. Like yeah. the Mariah Carey thing and everything. I got I got a, a Marshall Bluetooth speaker mm-hmm. from my girlfriend for Christmas, and it's the best fucking thing. Oh. So I've... I've been listening to a bunch of vinyl with it and shit. Tom, what do you have to plug? Uh, Patreon.com slash employed. That's where I do podcasts with David Bell. Also used to be at Cracked. Um, we got a lot of cool shows there, so check that out. And I think that's it. Yeah, the new Fox Mulder thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're definitely we're getting ready to launch a new show called Fox Mulder's <laughs> so a Maniac. Fun. Yeah, I heard about that. That's great. <laughs> I love that because I, I read those tweets. <laughs> yeah. And I need that show. Yeah, we're just going to go through. It's a rewatching of the X-Files, and we're going to do it episode, episode by episode, but we're specifically looking for how crazy Mulder is. In right. It. <laughs> Very. Always. It's It's incredible. Yeah, really, and not just like conspiracy stuff, like like his no, actions, just, right? Just like what he's doing when characters walk in the rooms. Like, is he? What is he doing? Like as an agent, is he making soup? As a as an officer of the law, yes. As a human being, right? Very strange behavior all yes. around. Yeah, yeah. Alex, what do you got to plug? I got a. I did a little bit of comedy writing for a ma- print magazine called The American Bystander, and it's like trying to do a throwback to comedy magazines like uh, The National Lampoon. 
Uh, and they're on Patreon. So if you look up American Bystander on Patreon, you can see the stuff I wrote. Nice. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Randall? Um, I got. I have a Patreon that I plugged last time, and I said I don't really offer anything. I just made it, and uh, I'm figuring out what to do. I want to sh- uh, shout out to Mike Talley, who is now a Patreon subscriber. Uh, even though you're not doing anything? Even though he just... He just that is very jazzed. Yeah, he's just so jazzed that on was Randall. The, yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you want to get jazzed on the R dog, <laughs> oh then... is that the name of the Patreon? <laughs> yeah, go to patreon.com jazz on the R dog. I should have probably shortened it, but it's you know, no, it's fine. Yeah. It really, no, it's, it's good. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna look good on. Merch. I actually don't remember what remember what my Patreon name is. I think it's just my first and last name. So if you decide you want to uh, just donate money to me to exist uh, and make <laughs> weird things uh, and post. Uh, images on uh, social media. Feel free to do that. I'm also on Twitter.com, the website. That's uh, the Twitter. Twitter.com. Twitter.com. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. What do you put up there? I put up, uh, most of the time when I'm on Twitter, I, put, up, I, tweet, I, tw- I put tweets on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, the, uh, so I'm on there, and then I um, I want to thank everyone because last time I was on, I was like, let's get my short film from 10,000 views to 1 million views in 24 hours, and it got about a solid 200 extra views, and that's great. So we're but it's we're not doing, to a million yet. Uh, not really e- disappointed not, in this audience. Not even yes. not even I'm close. Being completely honest. Not even close. But uh, you know they're. Some people still watch it, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's great. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Tom, say goodbye. Goodbye. Alex, say goodbye. Goodbye. Randall, say goodbye. Remember, what makes you different is what makes you an Unpops listener. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bristol Street, bring a blood object to Bristol Street, I'm not